Hi, and welcome to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman, and as an ADHD coach, I'm passionate about supporting individuals impacted by ADHD and executive function skill challenges. I started this podcast so I could share research, tried and true practices, and my own experiences in the hopes that it makes your life a bit more ADHD friendly. This is episode 26, and today I'll be talking about executive function skills. This is going to be the first in a series of three podcasts, and today I'm going to do an overview of executive function skills, what they are, and then I'm going to dive into the first of what I call the big three executive function skills, and those are metacognition, emotional control, and working memory. So again, in this first episode, I'm just going to be diving into metacognition, and then in episode two, I'll talk about emotional control, and in episode three, we'll get into working memory. So let's start with an overview of executive function skills. For reference, I am taking the structure that Peg Dawson and Richard Ware put around in their series, Smart But Scattered. Um, They have a series of books. This is Smart But Scattered. It's for four to 13-year-olds. They have a Smart But Scattered for teens. And they have a Smart But Scattered Guide to Success, um, which I use more for myself and recommend for adults. I love their books. I find them very easy to understand. And the information really um, accessible. And the strategies that they share, very uh, easy to implement and put into practice in order to either build scaffolding around weaker skills or to strengthen them. So they have identified 12 executive function skills. And the first three are what I call the big three. And they are metacognition, emotional control, and working memory. The remaining ones are goal-directed persistence, flexibility, sustained attention, response inhibition, planning and prioritizing, time management, organization, task initiation, and stress tolerance. The first three that I listed are what I call the big three. And I call them the big three because if any one of those three is impacted and creating challenges, it has a domino effect on the remaining executive function skills. And it's why I decided to focus on one of each of those three over these next three podcasts. So let's talk about metacognition. The definition of metacognition is in a nutshell, it's thinking about your own thinking. So this also includes self-monitoring and self-evaluation. It's the ability to take a bird's eye view of yourself in a given situation and ask, how am I doing? What do I need to change or adjust if I'm gonna reach my goal? If you have ADHD and this is impacted, you may not be able to see your patterns as easily or even have awareness that this is a a weakness for you. A a really easy concrete example of that could be if you look at the executive function skill of time management. If you have time blindness, which a lot of people with ADHD have, that literally means that you don't have a sense of time passing by. So you might arrive late, even though you have great intentions and believe you have plenty of time, really struggle to arrive on time consistently. If you're not aware of this being a problem for you, or if your sense is, yeah, it's just a minute late, it's not a big deal, but to somebody else, it is a big deal. You're just not picking up the cues or you're not aware of that. 
there's not a lot of motivation to put structure around it, to change it. If we don't have motivation to change something, we're not going to move the needle on this. So if we're not able to connect to the benefit of the effort we're going to put into it, we're not motivated to do the work. That comes from metacognition. It's your own awareness of, is something working for me? Or if it isn't, what can I do to change it? And that change will take effort. But first we have to be aware that it's needed to be supported before we can put energy into actually shoring it up a bit. I always, when I talk with a potential coaching client, it's the number one thing I'm listening for besides energy uh, to work with them is how is their metacognition? Because if it's not a strength, it doesn't mean that you're not coachable. It just means I know we're going to be focusing on metacognition as a foundational piece of our work together because we have to build awareness before there's motivation to work on something. So a personal example for me that demonstrates metacognition is I'm not able to do a lot of the different executive functions well if I don't get enough sleep. So it's a great domino example. If I don't get enough sleep, I don't control my emotions well. I'm not able to prioritize. My working memory is impacted, so I can't hold information in my brain and manipulate it because my brain's just tired if I didn't get enough sleep. So it literally has that domino impact. Long before I ever knew what executive functions were, I knew sleep was a core piece for me, that if I didn't get it, it was literally the difference between a good day and a bad day. And it was so painfully obvious to me that from a pretty young age, I've always prioritized my sleep. Well, I shouldn't say always, but I have really made it a a conscious decision to support myself to get good restorative sleep as often as I possibly can. That's because my metacognition was supporting me to see that without that sleep, it was negatively impacting my ability to do the things I was trying to get done the next day. A strategy from uh, Dawson and Greer's book is they recommend developing a system to learn from areas that you struggle with. So if you think about a specific area that you struggle with, maybe you tend to run late or you have difficulty pausing and planning things, you just like to jump in and start. So think about a specific task or situation. So I'm going to share an example here as I go through this. It's a five-step thing that they recommend. One, identify the task or situation. So the example is going to be a person went out to dinner with a friend. Two, identify what went wrong. They were watching TV on the screen in the restaurant while they were eating. Number three, what was the thing that happened as a result of that? What did I do? The person ignored their friend. They were watching TV, so they weren't talking and engaging with them in the moment. Number four is what cues were there that something wasn't going well. And the cues here are there was irritation in the friend's voice and the friend looked irritated. They had an agitated face, frustrated face. And the last step is what will I do next time? So that's the metacognitive piece, noticing what happened, what happened in the environment that I was in and what can I do to support myself next time? And so the example here is, Pick a restaurant without a TV would be a quick, easy solution. If that was the clear distractor 
making sure that you're identifying where can we go that's not going to have a TV so that that doesn't happen again next time. That's using your metacognitive executive function skill as a strength. And the more that you can pause and look at those prompts, again, what's the task of the situation? What went wrong? What did I do? What cues were there? And next time I will blank. Those are the five steps. If that sounds sparkly to you to experiment with, do an ADHD-friendly experiment and see how does it support you and your metacognition, I invite you just to, to play with it and see what you learn as you build up your own metacognition. So that's all for this week's episode where I talked about very, very high level overview of executive function skills and the very first of the three big executive function skills, metacognition. I do really appreciate your time, focus, and attention. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend and subscribe to my YouTube channel, ADHD Friendly Podcast, and follow me wherever you listen to this podcast. Next time, I'll be talking about the second of the big three executive function skills, and that is emotional control. Until then, tally ho.